Great for cleaning up spills, washing windows, polishing surfaces, washing your car, and even drying the dog? The ShamWow towel is durable and long-lasting, ready for any job. Oh, uh-oh. Did I just say ShamWow? I meant to replace that. Let's say Wow Sham. Yeah. Let's say Wow Sham. I'm Cage Quarter. I'm Jill Dill, and you're listening to Stinkers, the I swear to God I didn't steal the copy of Sham Wow. I have original ideas, and I love to come up with stuff of podcasts where we bring on guests to talk about the worst ideas they've ever had. Stinkers. Stinkers. And you know what? Let's give a stinky welcome to our guest this week, comedian, actor, writer, and absolute game master, Brennan Lee Mulligan. Hey now. Hello. Oh. Wow. Hey, hey there. Felt like a little bit of a sort of uh, smash mouth. I know. Rest in peace. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Did I misread little... the did I misread the energy and come in a little too hot up top? No, no, no. You no, the energy we well. had was cursed and I was, wrong. I was, <laughs> I was honestly expecting you to go into song and I think I'm shocked that you didn't. You know what I mean? Somebody was there we go. There we go. You know what? And I hope he's walking on the sun right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. You know? Um I don't know. Even it's not even fun to make light of. Uh, what a great <laughs> energy to start with uh, today, uh, Brennan. Welcome. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing really good. Uh, it's a, it's a joy to be here on the pod. Um, uh, talking about uh, mentioning good old Bushwick, and I was just thinking about mm-hmm. those images I saw of the of the cranes and the bulldozers and the machines chomping up. Our old alma mater, our good old stomping yeah. grounds. Oh, that's so depressing. UCB Chelsea, is that what you're referring yeah. to? Yeah. The, gris- yeah, the Gristide. The I Gristides. walked by the other day. It's a true hole in the ground now. Now, is that whole- 26 and 8th. Is that the whole block? Like, is Taco Bandito gone as well? Or is Yeah, it- that whole, like, footprint is gone. That uh, is almost more sad to me than yeah. UCB being destroyed. And the medical supply store is <laughs> That's gone where, yeah, well. you got- is, The Mickey D's is gone as well? The, the Mickey D's is gone. Wow. The Gristides is gone. Uh, but for me, you know, I used to frequent that medical supply store often. You mm-hmm. could get all kinds of different fits for your sort of bedpans. At a really uh, high price too. That and you like that. You liked paying more. Yeah, they said we don't. You you do pay more here, and it's not for any good reason. So mm-hmm. get used to it. And I always said, and I think I'm gonna like it here. When I walked in, and they said that to me. Damn. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever saw anyone in that store. By the way, uh, it just had a lot of stuff hanging in the windows. And you looked too. You looked often. Yeah, I looked off and I would bring a magnifying glass or and I'd bring binoculars and I'd see what I could yeah, see yeah. from the windows. Yeah. I don't I don't know the type of place. I don't know the specific place you're talking about, but the energy of it <laughs> is very familiar to me. And it's a kind of place that I really miss. I miss in New York of yeah. a of a I'm trying to think how to phrase this. I was there. I was in New York for my wedding a couple of months ago. Congrats. I was getting a get, thank you. Thank you. You're hey, so thank welcome. You. Thank you so much. Congratulations. And I, was, and I was getting a gift for my groomsfolk 
and uh the it was i got there was an engraving place near central park and you walk in and it's littered with rotten paper and the sounds of the most unhinged people you've ever heard in your life just screaming at each other it just reeks of unprofessionalism and you know for a fact this job will be done quickly cheaply and well they have (laughs) they have dispensed with professionalism And they're going to get it done so fast for no money, right yes. on time. And they're going to and they're going to scream at you and yes. and commit the legal definition of assault. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. It's so funny you say this because I was in LA recently and had. Hey, a wonderful congratulations time. to you! Congratulations, you. James. Yeah, I was there for no reason at all. Um, and I was I don't know. I said that like I was being like vague. I really was just there to see people and hang. Uh, but I went to Courage Bagels mm. while I was there. A fantastic bagel. A fantastic overpriced bagel. But um, I, Caroline, I talked to you about this. It, you couldn't get away with whatever's happening in the kitchen there in New York City. Because to get a bagel with cream cheese on it takes, after it's been ordered, 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And that is on a not busy day. And yeah. so you're just, and you look in the kitchen, you're like, wow, there's 30 people working there. How could this be? Uh, and it's just that everyone's just like, whatever, who cares? And if that happened in New York, everyone would die. Uh, <laughs> everyone in that store would kill each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and in LA, it's just sort of like, that's how it is. Well, and I'm LA- the one weirdo who is the most annoyed. Yeah, it also is funny because you're the exact stereotype of a New Yorker, you know what I mean? Coming to LA and complaining about the bagels. No, 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 The wait times, but I agree with you. When I first moved here and still, people are so damn slow. Um, Even today I was walking on a damn walk with my dog, who's very slow, by the way. He's not a fast boy. Uh, and I had to pass people so many times, you know what I mean? Just walking, people aren't going to the side. If they hear someone coming up behind them, you just also, have to pass so them. many times. I've never encountered more than three other people on a sidewalk in LA. Oh, I, I live in an area littered with people oh, yeah. on the sidewalk. So it, it was just really pissing me off. So, um, <laughs> I, okay? I, I guess I can relate and no, I'm not okay. I have a doctor's appointment after this. Oh, frig. Mm-hmm. Wait, really? It's 6.30 really? in the evening. Yeah, I have a doctor's appointment. You oh, have no, a late like, evening doctor's yeah, appointment? Yeah, it's actually, we'll probably get done around, you know, like 7 PST. My doctor's appointment is until 10 PM. Oh, that's not a real doctor. Uh, you are, yes, it is. No. What's their name? Gynecologist. That's their name? <laughs> yes. I'm getting my eyes checked. Oh, that's uh, not good for you. I've spotted four problems. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Um, your doctor's name is gynecologist. <laughs> okay. That's problem number one. Problem number two, you're seeing them at 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Problem number three, you're going to a doctor named gynecologist to get your eyes checked out. Mm-hmm. And then number four, well, you know what, Caroline? You got me. It's only three problems. <laughs> I knew it. 
And that's the gotcha kind of journalism we do here on Stinker's Podcast. <laughs> I, you know what I hate so much about you saying that, Caroline, is that I almost said the same type of thing. <laughs> no, you didn't. That sucks. That's that sucks really, for both of us. That's really bad for you. <laughs> I will say, so I'll say that my stinker for this week was just people walking slow. Um, is wow. that your, what's yours? Is that's yours? so cool. I'm getting pissed off. And if I get to a 10... <laughs> If I get to a ten, I'm gonna smash my computer on the ground. I'm Where at a, are you? I'm at a nine. I'm at a nine. Oh, we have no runway at all. Yeah, you know. Yeah. We have we've done a lot of episodes, and this is the first time you've ever said that you were at a nine. <laughs> yeah, it's accumulated. And that ten was oh it accumulates. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, this is fair. This is first warning, and it's, it makes sense that <laughs> immediately after first warning, you would smash your computer minutes later. We're kind of in a two strikes and you're out situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I guess my stinker is that um, I recently saw a musical that was written by Fat Boy Slim, um, oh. and it was fascinating to see. What musical? Because it's called Here Lies Love. It's about. I, th- I thought that an, was David Byrne. It's by both of them, oh. but it's it sounds like it's by Fat Boy Slim when mm. you're there. If you had liked it, would you have said it was by David Byrne? Uh yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it's no Amer. What? Oh, it's the first the American Daydream. Yeah, that one. It's no Utopias. Uh, but it is an interesting attempt at a story. Because uh, it's about Imelda Marcos, uh, the you know uh, Ferdinand Marcos's wife, uh, Filipino dictator. Uh, but it's oh, a oh yes, I but, saw a whole expose about this in the back of a cab. Yeah, and that's where you want to see your best exposés. <laughs> yeah. It was in the it was in Taxi TV. Yeah, yes. absolutely. It's yeah. a very Taxi TV uh, musical. Um, it was, but I, the area where I was was standing room only. And then the muse, the dance floor or the stage moves around you and you have to keep moving the whole show. And I wore the wrong shoes for that. And so I was wear? just so sore. I just wore nice shoes. I should have wore a fucking uh, Nike sneakers, yeah, you know, shirts. Yeah, I didn't have my insoles in. Um, and I was so sore by the end of it. And. I also don't know who the protagonist of this play was because everyone was kind of bad except the one character who was obviously good, but they barely focused on him at all. Mm. Uh, Man, it sounds like I really absorbed the historical information of this musical. Uh, But it was, as a production, it was amazing. Uh, I've developed a crush on half of the people in the show. Um, They were all incredible. But as a thing, it does feel like it was written by Fatboy Slim. Uh, in the year 2023, and that's fascinating. Hmm. And again, I'm very ignorant to the history of the Philippines. I know, like the, I know a little bit about Ferdinand Marcos and uh, that sort of flirt <laughs> with fascism that they had, uh, and why it happened, and all that. But it was weird to have this. Uh, you should okay, it's a stinker, but you should go see it. But it's just that I paid so much money to see it. $20,000 a little bit. Yeah. I think if, I think if a thing is reinventing the form, they need to lead with that where it's yes. like, this is a yes. musical. You will be moving. You will be, you need shoes. That I totally agree. Like if that would have been enough, if it was like a simpler, not trying to also be a sort of like a, 
historical musical. Yeah. Because also that's the part where I'm like, what are the politics of this thing I just watched? Like, I didn't understand the politics of it at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like in terms of uh, what? Also, my brain is so broken that anything, some anytime something political is written, I'm like, who wrote this? And I want to know what their political perspective is mm. before I like assimilate it as fact or anything. Uh, and the, I just don't know what Fat Boy Slim's uh, take on the world is. Yeah, and that, and you don't know even more after watching the show. That's not good. You know what I mean? Should well, I got a little bit of a sense of it. Anyway, I made it weird. Uh, the point is, I mostly my feet hurt afterwards. Oh. Yeah. And that was kind of my stinker, was spending a lot of money to have uh, a bit of a sore foot. I hope you got your at least your 10,000 steps in. Sounds like circling the stage as you were. You know what? I forgot to put my walking thing on on my iWatch, I so I don't know. I didn't really keep track. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty rough. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of pretty rough, <laughs> we got we're gonna twin today, James. We almost have said the same thing twice. Um, you know, this is another perfect classic stinker segue into our guest's stinker today. So, Brennan, we want to know what kind of stinky, nasty, dirty little stinker have you brought in for us today? Um. The worst idea I ever had mm-hmm. in my real life, uh, <laughs> in my real life, was to um, live life more fully and embrace more. And wow. that manifested, there was a specific moment when I was living in New York City, and specifically it pertained to... Um, the, like I, I, I was dealing with like being a creature of habit. I think I was just starting UCB, or I was, mm-hmm. wasn't just. I was think I was doing. Something. I think I was on Herald Night, and I got to this point where I was like, you know, I've become kind of a creature of habit, which I always have been my whole life. It's when I go to a diner, it's cheeseburger deluxe, grilled onions, waffle fries, chocolate milkshake every time. <laughs> Medium well, best meal. Don't don't switch it up. Do not switch it up. And I got in my head because I was meeting new and different kinds of people at UCB who were like, you got to switch it up, man. And at this time, I was also this was this was my first foray into online dating, using apps to date, trying to meet people. And I matched with this uh, with this woman on Tinder. And it was Ooh. time for a first date. Uh, we'll call her. What's a good, what's a name? What's a good first name? Uh, Clarice. Gynecologist. Clarice. <laughs> Clarice the gynecologist. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I matched with, I matched with, I matched with Clarice. And, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? And I it's, couldn't be more clear from my whole profile that I am a comedian, that I am not a bohemian artsy adventurous person i'm kind of a square and, and can i just ask really briefly if you remember back to like did you like write a lot in your bio like what were like the pictures like what was what did the you picture, say the picture profile? was my twitter avi it was me okay. it was a it was a picture of me making a pouty disappointed disgruntled face okay. in a mermaid <laughs> cutout so okay. it's me with a mermaid tail looking upset uh-huh. it's very clear to be like Hey, I am a goof. I'm a square. 
Mm-hmm. This is what this is, you know, caveat emptor, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and Clarice matches, and we start to chat, and it's like, hey, how's it going? And this is also, I feel like at a, at a time period, at like an age bracket and a time period in New York dating culture where it's like, oh, this is a pleasant person to chat to. Mm-hmm. So let's move to not like a long talking, st- as yeah. the kids call it these days, a talking stage. It's like, mm-hmm. let's go. I was like, hey, do you want to go get uh, a coffee? I was very poor. So I was always <laughs> into, I was always into, let's get coffee, daylight oh, yeah. hours. Also, I feel like I kind of knew you a little bit during some of this time. And the amount of times I saw you drinking the most 99 cent looking coffee I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I used to roll up to Harold Knight yes. with a full Chipotle I, burrito and nasty yes. deli coffee. I and remember like, that. I remember when you said coffee. I like had a, 11 yes. p.m., 12 p.m. You'd have a tall 99 cent bodega hot coffee. Hot coffee. <laughs> Always a hot coffee in like the basement of Chelsea. Oh, it would be like DCM weekend where everyone is sweating their balls yes. off. Yes. And I'm there with I 99 cent hot I remember with you once and you like picking us up because we went out to drink and you at like th- two or three in the morning drinking the biggest tallest coffee and you're like yeah i'm not really sleeping tonight um <laughs> uh yeah that was it, it was uh, it. i man i'm i've missed new york so much um uh, what a beautiful time so uh so i i say to clear and, and a coffee date is a nice thing because yeah. again i'm a square i'm not doing anything cool or fun at night mm-hmm. and a coffee is an inexpensive way to find out if you don't vibe yes. with somebody you don't 100%. have to piss your money away to learn that it's a bad time yeah dropping 60 dollars on a yeah. nice dinner for someone that is not a match for you is mm-hmm. a is a, a financial catastrophe <laughs> uh and also not only that but also dinner time is work time because at that point mm-hmm. i was a improv coach so mm-hmm. like a dinner is like, baby, that's when I'm making $20 yeah. an hour <laughs> telling someone that yeah. they can't scream at their friend. Yeah. <laughs> Do not get in the way of my profession. Okay. Um, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make some moves here. Uh, so, so I say, you want to go get coffee sometime? And Clarice sends a faithful message and she says, do you want to go? To hot yoga with me. Oh no. As our for as our first date. We will meet. We will meet at hot yoga. Um, and some conversation that some friend had with me, it hit me in this way where it was like, it was like, what are the odds that you in your mid-20s have figured it all out and you know all the best things to do? You're totally done with personal growth. Why don't you fucking spread your wings and <laughs> embrace the unknown and that's my stinker i should not have embraced the unknown. Um, because i said yes i said let oh me go God. on this date um it was not the yoga to the people on saint mark's it was the yoga to the people above blue stockings yeah, you guys know hot, blue stockings hot, yeah yeah and that's uh, that was like their only hot place i think i never yeah, went to that one I remember. it was the only place that was had the technology had the technical <laughs> had, the, had the tech to get the yoga hot enough time. now blue stockings is cool blue stockings is like an anarchist bookstore in the lower east side and uh but the yoga place we you know i i get to the front and it's immediately kind of like 
already you you probably shouldn't have a first date that's like movies or something where you're going to be in abject silence. Yes, yes. exactly. You will not get to speak. At you all. will not get to speak. There's no getting to know each other. So I go up. I see Clarice. I say hi. I say hello, Clarice. And she goes. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes. And she runs away. And she uh, runs away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we go upstairs. I'm there in a like fu- a funny t-shirt and basketball oh, shorts. No. And I go up. <laughs> go up. To my like dirty sneakers. I'm no. screaming. <laughs> I don't have yoga clothes. No, I don't do also, yoga. I'm thinking about this time of like, again, like a time where a lot of us were broke in our 20s. Uh, it's yeah. just like, yeah, we can't do these kinds of dates. Like, I can't do this. I can't do this. So we, we go up and the, you know, I immediately see that I'm surrounded by some of the most physically fit, <laughs> attractive people I've ever seen in my life. We file into a room that that is blasting hot steam out of... <laughs> It is black, and I I have an I have a very pasty Irish complexion. My body has a layer of almost aquatic mammal, like a yeah. seal or a porpoise. There's a layer of blubber to insulate yeah. me in the misty bogs of my forebears' birth. Absolute mm-hmm. and uh, absolute and absolute uh, absolute. Um, and we get in this place. It is 104 degrees and so humid. And it's it's only going to get more because people's bodies are producing an extra musk and it closes the door. There's fake little plants and the lighting is all like red and purple. So it's kind of trippy. There's only one bright light in the entire room and it's a spotlight shining directly on an analog clock. I know I'm describing a <gasps> David Lynch. Yeah, oh this feels God. like the this feels like the episode of yeah. uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation when Picard is told there are four lights. Uh, yes, it's like truly madness, truly torture. It's meant to make you insane. It's meant it's to torture. make you insane. The clock. I I would tell people after this happened that I did have a religious experience at yoga, <laughs> but it was a like a deeply Catholic religious experience mm-hmm. at yoga of this clock and me just staring at it in this halo of golden light in this oh otherwise red and blue room. Right. And the, and just watching this room the of seconds, sin. this room of sin. And it was, a, <laughs> it was a feeling of you did this to yourself because you're bad and you need bad things to happen to you. <laughs> you fucking, you oh, need to be hurt because you're so nasty. And so, <laughs> You're being punished. You're going to work all your shame out If you weren't so nasty, you wouldn't be here right now. Nasty boy. Nasty boy. And um, so it was me, Clarice to my right, and on the other side of Clarice, a man named Michel, who was the most physical specimen. He was an Adonis. Absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. Um, We get there. Real quick, just the highlights reel before the end of this debacle, which was... The woman who jumped up onto the dais to um, appropriate one of the world's uh, uh, oldest faith traditions um, (laughs) is like a tiny little bouncing 
Richard Simmons is like her whole energy. And she starts dancing and she's like, welcome to combination dance hot yoga. No! No! (laughs) Oh, no. And she goes, she goes, I'll be leading you through the yoga moves. But if you feel moved to dance, that's what the grooves are for. Oh, my God. Yeah, you just start doing the fucking electric slide. Oh, my God. Forget it. It's like, I know those moves. And then she points to a corner of the room and she goes, Andrew, I know you'll be dancing. And Andrew <laughs> is, so here's what Andrew and I am. Oh, I'm Andrew. I would, cause I would just, it would be my excuse to never do the fucking yoga. <laughs> yeah. So here's the, here's the thing. I'm going to describe Andrew to you. I'm describing Andrew factually with no mean spirited part of me i'm gonna close my eyes just close your eyes this is what he looked like and i'm there's no judgment here i just need you to know this is what he looked like andrew was five one and (laughs) he he had my coloration but even a little bit paler and a little bit more orange to the hair he he had he was balding he had a, his his hairline was all the way back so he just had the strip around the back and sides but the hair that he did have was bright orange oiled ringlets of curly hair all the way down to like his lumbar there's nothing mean spirited here this is that's what gallagher, hair. gallagher hair that's gallagher hair that's crazy nothing mean spirited here this is what he looked Just like facts. what he was wearing was oh. what he was wearing was a a set of black satin garments a black satin corset <laughs> black satin briefs and a black gold trimmed venetian like plague doctor mask <laughs> with, with and he took out a riding crop and the minute that the teacher addressed him as like, Andrew, I know you're going to be dancing. By the way, just caked in glitter, head to toe. And he yes, started to- That I love. That we love. And he started to prance around the yoga studio, playfully whipping other participants with his riding crop, <gasps> including including me. So crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. And no one prepared you for this. <laughs> Nobody. I was on a first date. I was on a first date. I, I met somebody like, who I You would think to- that it's like, oh, hey, by the way, I will, you know, one thing that's a little different about this hot yoga. Um, there Andrew's, is a, a t- Andrew's Andrew in the will, back. Andrew is going to prance and whip at you. He's got hair. You yeah. He's got I, hair like a horse's mane down, down his back. <laughs> <laughs> he he it it truly he 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 started to prance around i think the most menacing look i've ever given in my life was when i it were like 30 minutes in i'm sweating to to a medically concerning degree i'm gonna pass out yeah. like i'm gonna i'm gonna dehydrate and die here oh, and uh-huh. i'm trying to keep my balance because i'm going in and out of vision like my, my so vision is narrowing and andrew prances past me and whips me in the crotch with a riding crop and i look at him and i look at this guy like like uh, trying to communicate in a because i don't feel empowered to speak in this moment mm-hmm. no, so i'm trying to communicate all. with just my eyes 
if you whip me again in hot yoga, I'll kill you. And <laughs> do you think he got the message? He didn't whip me again. So I think there was something. I think there was something that was communicated. But yeah, it was a, it was fucking hell. I, at one point, I like I had enough, and I my sh- I felt like my shirt was so heavy with sweat yep. that it was dragging me to the floor. Oh so God. I like yeah, I, I, he I probably s- had the weight of a shirt of like the the kid who doesn't take his shirt off in the swimming pool. You know? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't. I I don't like my body. I don't have that kind of relationship with my body where I just take my right. shirt off. Like oh, that's same. intense. And yeah. you know, so like I what happens is Clarice is to my right. I take a step back to kind of get out of her peripheral vision to take my shirt off. So she won't be able to see my absolutely drenched porcelain white body. (laughs) And I take my wet shirt off, drop it with a wet slap to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) And those, I swear to God. Immediate puddle. Immediate immediate puddle puddle on that one. Yeah. Dude, Dude, I promise you that this happens the second I do that. The teacher goes, and everybody turn to your left. And I have fucking, and Clarice gets to look at my absolutely fur covered sweat drenched back and my little, and my little Irish love handles just staring right at us on our first date. I haven't said, uh, I haven't said more than three sentences to this person. And she is staring at this fucking ginger floodplain oh, of my back. Yeah. Bad. Bad. Oh my God. So how long did you guys date after that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume this is your now wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'll tell you how it, how it wrapped up. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the last time that me and Clarice interacted. So, you know, the hour miraculously concludes. I go to the bathroom and put my whole mouth around the faucet to just blast <laughs> cold water into my body. I try, there's a dryer in there to dry your clothes out. Mm-hmm. And I try to dry my shirt out for five minutes, does nothing. Put a soaking wet shirt on. <sighs> go down to the, I got into the curb and there happens to be an insomnia cookies on the corner. And I walk over to the insomnia cookies with Clarice. I order a half dozen chocolate chunk cookies and two ice cold milks. The milks at insomnia are so ice cold. It's like the coldest thing you can find in New York. And I, I slam one of the milks, eat two cookies and tuck into the other milk. And Clarice looks at me and is like, is what did she say? She said something along the lines of like, of like, I don't really feel, I don't, she's like, She's like, I don't, I'm not really into insomnia. And I looked at her and was like, did you want to eat something? Like I didn't, my plan was not to share any of this with you essentially. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, Oh, she's like, I, you're still here. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I was, she was like, I don't like what you ordered. And I was like, well, that's great. Cause it, none of it's for you. I'm going to eat six cookies and drink two bottles of milk. Cause I'm almost yeah. dead. And we got out of there and she was like, do you want to go do anything else? And I was like, no, no. And, <laughs> and we said goodbye. And that's the last time I saw her. That's beautiful. Oh uh, my God. That's incredible. Wait, also, Brennan, I don't think I would expect, I would don't, I think of all of the people who could say this place has the most ice cold milks, uh, <laughs> you are the only one who I'm like, I could see it. Uh, I could see Brennan saying that. <laughs> 
Like I know like one other person in my life and I went to college with them and their name is Simon Berger. Simon, if you're listening, I know you're a freak for milk. Uh, but Brennan, I could, I love that, you know, oh, but if you like a mice cold, you got to go to insomnia. <laughs> it's true. I don't know what they're doing, it. but li- there is some memo from corporate where they're like, they're like, hey man, this is the third warning you've gotten. These milks are not cold enough. Yes. Put them on the fan. They've got to be ice. <laughs> yeah, put them on the fan and leave the fridge door slightly open so that it keeps it never turns off. Mm-hmm. It just keeps yeah. pumping. Keep it, keep it kicking. Keep it kicking. We want those milks at just above freezing temp. Just above freezing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want chunks of ice in there. I don't want it to start to freeze, but I do want it to know that it's so close. And you know, most of so our customers close. order two milks minimum, so that second milk still needs to be ice cold when they tuck into it. <laughs> yeah, I'll be having two milks to myself. Yeah, not one big milk, two normal oh, size milks. Uh, oh, it's so funny. Milk. That is so milk. cursed. Yeah, it was bad. The first milk I did not taste at all. The first milk was just about getting the core temperature down. Yeah. You were drinking that milk like a Gatorade after a, the big game. Yeah. Truly. Oh, truly. My God. Got to get the core temp down. Got to get that core temp down. The, oh, my God. <clears throat> I just can't. I just am so disturbed by this on so many levels. And what. Like, how long did it take for you to, like, stop trying new things? You know what I mean? Like, how long until you were like, you know, I think I am pretty set in my ways and what I like. I'm going to stop listening to, you know, other 20-year-olds on Herald Night about trying new things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, I, I think it was a, there was a, there was a great lesson in there of, like, <sighs> you the ways in which we ask ourselves to grow can be like, you don't always have to be comfortable, right? You can, you can Mm -hmm. challenge yourself to grow and do new things, but that doesn't mean that you need to experience something to be able to rule it out. You can go, you can go sight unseen. I know I won't like hot yoga. I know I will because I don't like, I don't like before you went. I fucking knew, man. I fucking knew. There was nothing to discover there. I did not get better as a person. It was a, it was like it was like, yeah, man, everything that you've ever done around that, it's like fucking minesweeper. It's like you don't need to click the button. Look at everything around it. You know that you hate everything like this that you've ever yep. been near. Don't do it. You're getting too close with all those ones. Yeah, you click the bomb. You click the damn ass bomb. You click the damn ass bomb, man. You know, I and thank you for bringing up Minesweeper. Nobody's talking about that game. Thank you, yes. I love Minesweeper. I'm going to be playing it later tonight. Caroline always texts me before we start recording every episode. She's always just like, Jesus Christ, I hope somebody, I hope he brings up fucking Minesweeper today. Yeah. Like, because no one ever does it. No one does it for her. I'll tell you this. It took me down to an 8.5. Whoa, oh we're reducing scale. from nine a little bit. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. That's amazing. That, yeah. yeah. I feel, Thank you. I feel I'm, well, I'm happy I could be of service. That's lovely. Hey, yeah. and you know, speaking of being of service, <laughs> Brennan, um, 
you know, it's that's time, very I sinister. Think... That's incredible, no, incredibly just, sinister. That's funny. Like it's just, it's just kind of my. It's just my personality. There's nothing sinister about it. <laughs> um, I am happy to announce that it's time for happy our to announce. <laughs> time for our final segment of the podcast. It is called Piss Tank. Um, <laughs> are you familiar with the show Shark Tank? Um, true story. Um, uh, one time, this is how much I'm into Shark Tank and specifically Australian Shark Tank. I love Australian (laughs) Shark Tank because I love to hear those voices talk about business stuff. So I was, there was, Mm -hmm. there was a, uh, getting off of an airplane. I was on like a six hour flight from like New York to LA, get off the airplane, open up Twitter and someone has tweeted at me, has added me on Twitter saying, hey, I want you to know that I was sitting next to you on the plane. I love uh, Dimension 20 and I didn't want to say anything, but it, it was just I just want you to know that I was sitting right next to you on the plane and it was great to, to be near you. Now, what I know and they know, but they didn't tweet, is I watched four hours of Australian Shark Tank oh clips. Oh my God. <laughs> they could have dragged you. <laughs> they could have. They could have absolutely. And I just, I, I saw that tweet and I collapsed onto the earth, holding oh. my head, being like, I am so vulnerable and so yes. seen in this moment. A person who knows me from internet content is like, wow, Brennan Lee Mulligan from Dimension 20. He watched that one clip, I think, three times. I think he watched that Australian shirt. What did he not get the first time in that clip of Australian Shark Tank? Yeah, he replayed Uh, an episode from beginning to end twice. Uh, Yeah. Oh, my God. That is one of the most cursed things I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) That does make me think. I love it. I thank God I've never had an experience like that in my life and hopefully never will because the things I watch (laughs) on planes are so cursed. And I cry on many flights. You just watch. You cry while watching porn, right? Yeah, I I was hacking to the to Delta's in-flight system and I put porn on it. Uh, and then yeah. I start watching that and I cry because I'm like, I can't believe this is working. The crying on planes thing is real. It has to do with the oxygen levels on the plane. People become weepy and emotional due to oh. the uh, the actual physical environment of airplanes. It's true. Damn. Yeah, I, I've watched Coco more than once on a plane and cried every single time. You can't do stuff like that. That's setting yourself up for something kind of dangerous. But Sometimes um, I'm setting myself up to to see that people can see I have emotions. Okay, you know what? Wow. And I can't say anything because that was a good point. Um, but So it sounds like you do have a handle on uh, Shark Tank. This is Piss Tank. So what's going to happen is James and I are going to pitch you um, kind of our worst ideas, so they can be um, ideas, characters, people, things, whatever. We'll give you a little pitch, and then you interact interact as much as you want as um, the shark. Ask questions, and at the end, you get to choose which one is the worst idea, the best idea, whatever. Yeah. Um, whatever. So, are you ready to get started? Let's do it. Let's freaking do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, right, shark. Oh, you no, want to go no, for? 
Yeah, I would love to go first because I have. Oh, you're doing it Australian. Great. A little bit of a pander. Not doing, no, it's not doing. It is, I'm actually really Australian. So I just got off the plane here to California and I'm really excited to (laughs) share. Um, my you keep pitch, knocking stuff around. My, What's going on? I, I'm sorry. Who can someone get this man off of here? I'm trying to do my pitch. So before so I before I start, oh, I've had a hard day. My plane actually had an emergency landing in LAX. Uh, we had to get evacuated. My the person next to me on the plane died. Whoa! And it was yes, and it was my fiance. But oh. It has nothing to do with my product today. So as you can see behind me is what you see here is a concrete staircase and a railing. Do you see that? Yes. Chuck. Okay. And now when you see that, what does that make you want to do? Ask you if you're okay because your fiance <laughs> passed away today. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. No, Shark, what it should make you want to do is grind on it. <laughs> this is bleak. This is bleak. So, Shark, I don't know about you, but ugh, anytime I see a stairs or metal railing, I go, I wish I had my skateboard. I'd hop up on there and I'd grind and slide down just like my personal hero, Tony Hawk. So that's what I decided to create. (laughs) Portable grinder. And what it is, is a fully portable set of stairs with metal railings on it. You can put it wherever you want and you'll just kind of grind down on your uh, skateboard or rollerblades or whatever you want. I have a, so I have a question. That's good because my presentation's done. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Great. So you said your plane had an emergency landing at LAX, (laughs) but that's where this is taped. So were you flying somewhere else to do the show and ended up by virtue of your fiance's untimely passing ended up accidentally being in the right city to come on Piss Tank, which is the name of our show? Yeah, uh, well, it's funny you should say that because <laughs> I did have a bit of a um, snafu when I first, you know, got booked on the show. Uh, I had, you know, wedding planning, it's all crazy, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I was in the the wrong place, right time, or I guess you could say wrong place, right time. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much the pitch. Each uh, staircase is about 2,000 pounds. Um, and that's my pitch. How would, you, how would you describe them as being portable, given that a person cannot pick them up? Yeah, great question. So as you can see, it's not attached to anything here. So usually when something isn't portable, that means that it's like drilled in or like is, you know, part, a concrete part of a bigger structure. But this one isn't. This one, uh, you know, it just is portable. Great. Well, 
I'm so sorry for your loss and thank you for being here today. Thank you. Wow. Uh, uh, first, uh, first off, Shark, I want to give it up to my uh, opponent here, uh, and I would call him my enemy, um, <laughs> just for being here on, on such a tough day. Uh, and also, secondly, I would like to apologize uh, because I don't know if you remember this, but when we were backstage, um, I walked by you, um, and there was something that uh, sounded like a fart that happened. <laughs> Uh, as I was passing, as I was like passing right by you, you actually reacted like you, you thought I had farted. Uh, but I do want to let you know that I didn't actually fart. Uh, I have a really squeaky hip. And sometimes the way that my hips squeak sort of manifests, you know, you wouldn't be crazy to think that that sounds like a fart. Um, but as a person with a squeaky hip, I, ju I just wanted to know that I know that sound all too well. So like when I heard that sound, I was like, oh, that's a hip squeak. Um, so just Great. want to clear well, the air a little bit. I will um, for... take your word for it. And ultimately. Yeah. Also, when I fart, when I fart, it smells uh, like when you open a bag of like a fresh bag of wise potato chips. So like you would have smelled that. If gotcha. It was there was a noticeable odor. By the way, this is we are using your time right now, just so you're aware. <laughs> OK, that's fine. I actually have a pretty short pitch. Uh, yeah. So, but I just want to clear that up. Like you would know, like oh, it smells like Wise potato chips. And I, I, I know. Yeah, I wouldn't. It wouldn't have occurred to me to go to that particular brand in, in that way on based on smell alone. But, um, okay. But yeah, there was a noticeable smell that I guess okay. I guess was unrelated to the hip squeak. Um, yeah, I, w I would say it has to be unrelated to the hip squeak because as far as I know. Doctor's orders. Uh, I don't produce any smells when my hip squeaks. Doctor's orders. You don't produce any um, smells because your doctor so, told you not to. <laughs> oh, just like sort of, you know, like how people say doctor's orders. I, you know, okay, yeah. So yeah, this is your time. So you use it however you however you think is best. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hi, shark. Uh, I'm Wade Boggs. <laughs> uh, Yes, the same former Major League Baseball player whose name is Wade Boggs and who proudly admits to drinking more beers in a single flight from Boston to L.A. than any normal living person would ever claim to drink. 73. Uh, and I am proud to talk to you today about the Nerf Vortex Crybaby Baseball, um, <laughs> a baseball that can soar farther than any baseball before it. And when it does, it cries like a human a real human baby um, right now. Also sort of as a demonstration in front of everyone here, <laughs> I am actually going to throw this Nerf vortex crybaby baseball farther than anyone has ever thrown a baseball before. You ready? Th then anyone's ever thrown any baseball. Yeah. Basically right now. <laughs> okay. Any, then any baseball ever for you. here, here goes. You ready? Great. Here goes. Wow! <laughs> that went over 17 miles! Wow! <laughs> My God. The Nerf Crybaby Baseball is the only baseball that will go so far on every single throw that you instantly lose it. 
and it's the only baseball that cries like a real baby in distress while it soars. That's my pitch. Any questions? Oh. How do we... How do we... How do we communicate that you really made that noise? <laughs> what do you mean? That was the ball. What are you are you trying to communicate that me, the actor on the podcast, might have actually made a real sound out of their mouth and throat that sounds like an actual baby in distress? Because that would be crazy if true. I'm never gonna be the same. <laughs> Whatever the fuck, the, whatever we were doing has to give way because anyone, because what happens, what people don't understand is I have a video of your mouth that your listeners don't have. So they're going to go, oh, a sound effect of a baby. And they'll explain it in some way that protects their fucking minds from what yeah. just what I just saw, which is that you did that with your mouth. Oh wow! I got another baseball right here, oh, and no, I think I can no, throw no, it even no, farther no. this time. Then seventeen miles? <laughs> no! <laughs> He's really doing that. <laughs> I want to throw up. Yeah, it's also like I guess you're probably if this were to be happening, a thing that's distressing about it is that my tongue is out the whole time too. <sighs> If that, if that is what was going on. But that was the Crybaby Baseball by Nerf Vortex. Wow. Shark, we're looking uh, for $7 million, which will give you 40% of the company. Of Nerf. <laughs> Honestly, I'll do $7 million for 40% of Nerf. Yeah. So that's, that's incredible. That you, I didn't know you guys were so hard up for money. How did you we're know? We're doing real bad right now. How did you know? Because seventeen miles is farther than a human can see. So how how did you know that's how far it went? I had a guy ready to catch it, and I have an earwig in my ear. And once he catches it, he goes, "Got it." So and you're so the best pitcher. You're miles. the best pitcher in the world, and it's not close. You're the best pitcher. In the world. Yeah, and I'm Wade Boggs. I didn't even pitch. I played third base. Yeah, it's pretty wow. sick like that. Yeah, yeah. I so remember they're... in 1996 when I was with the Yankees, we won the World Series, and I confiscated a police horse and I rode on it. Wow, wow. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Right now, seven million for forty percent of Nerf. They're currently valued at four hundred sixty million dollars. So that's an easy, that's an easy deal for me. Yeah, count me in. Yeah, and you know, okay. The baby noises and the fact that you can pitch to a man 17 miles away. This is a great deal all around. I mean, any any number of deals could have done this. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Great. Thank you, Shark. I guess this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> it's just, hey, I my heart goes out to you for the loss of your loved one, but it's business. I mean, I'm making I'm making buku bucks. I'm making buku yeah. bucks. Wouldn't you agree that he's making buku bucks? <laughs> she, you see her die. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, an omniscient narrator has entered the podcast. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you see, you we all her. see her die. 
And we all know that she's sad when it happens. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Well, that was special in a lot of different ways that was, just now. That was, that was really crazy to watch. It was really meaningful. I hated that. I'm going to be honest with you. I hated that. That was, I think, the worst thing you have ever done to me. What? And that's how I'll describe what just happened is I feel like that was being done to me. Um... That's yeah. Fair. So yeah, the baby. The in terms of the screaming, the baby football. Well, it was a baseball. Excuse me, Brennan. Excuse thank me. you for uh, <laughs> uh, Brennan. Thank you for being here. You know, some people are are sore losers than others. Um, I'm and really, somebody... I'm really leaving this really shaken, and I'm really leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving oh, the. Pop- I, I did something. I'm, I'm leaving this really shaken because I don't think you. <laughs> you know, he we started. Understand. We started. Oh, I know exactly what I was doing. We started the podcast talking about. I, correct me if I'm wrong. But didn't we start talking about like letting people know? Like, we're, what were we talking about? The topic at the beginning of like you have to let people know what they're walking into. You got to say like, hey. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the deal here when you get here, right? Oh yeah. And you made a baby noise, and it was, <laughs> and it just sounded a lot like a baby, and I wasn't ready for that, and Caroline wasn't ready for yeah. that. I feel the same. I did that in an audition <sighs> scenario recently. Stop it, James. Yeah. And so, and I will say, what well, I think it did upset everyone. You think? If you don't, you, I guarantee it upset people just based off of my own reaction and Brennan's reaction. You know what I mean? Like I I can tell you probably. How long have you been sitting on this, man? How long have you been sitting on this? Oh, a while. I've I've been sitting on it for quite some time. Yeah. Consider putting it back under, you know what I mean? Consider Consider fucking burying it, my guy. (laughs) That was really dark. How do you do it? No, know? though. Is it so dark for me to understand the plight of a child? Yeah. A, a baby. Yeah. Well, especially when you put it like that. Yeah. When you put it like that. <laughs> yeah. It's actually really upsetting. Yeah, yeah. You can't put it that way. Well, what I one thing I can put in a way is how grateful we are that you were here with us well, today. That was right? a good segue. So, yeah, I have to agree with it was, that. It was Just a really... no recovering from what has happened. I'm so sorry. It's really. Be- I think that segue made it actually better for me. Yeah. Okay. It's really beautiful. It was a really beautiful segue. I'm at a 9.5. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at a 9.5, wow. but that was a beautiful segue. And that's what's keeping me from going to 10. And that's, I think that's great. Um, this is, this is a real joy. Thank you for her. Thank you for having me on this. And I'll tell you what's not a stinker. Stinkers. Stinkers wow. is wow, a winner. And oh my God. I'll tell you that adding it to adding it to the list, adding it to our uh, FYC, our for your consideration yeah, uh, package. Our materials, yeah. yeah. Adding it to our materials. Um, thanks, Brennan. Always a pleasure. Always Wait, a treasure. Is there anything you want to plug before you split? Uh, you find me on the internet uh, at Brennan Lee Mulligan on Instagram at Brennan LM uh, on Twitter. Uh, if that still exists at this time of this mm-hmm. release and uh, oh. dropout.tv uh, and worlds beyond numbers where you can find me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Beautiful. Brennan. Thank you. Uh, please enjoy a, a very tall bodega coffee uh, in the memory of this night. God bless. And do you have any notes on my crying? Just like as a director, stop it. Comedian. 
I just want, is it? it oh my God. It's like really back here in my throat. Oh God, I'm, you're so good at it. Yeah, it's, a, it's really back there. It's like a duck call, man. It's like. It is a little bit. It's just not right. It's very mallard coated, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark side of mallard coated. Stinkers. Stinkers.